This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. All right, uh, let's move on uh, to the next one. I, and again, if if we're comparing both rosters, um, I still feel pretty good about the Bucks roster versus the Celtics roster when we're comparing both rosters. I still think the Bucks have enough. The thing that concerns me, though, is they have assets they can still move, draft picks and otherwise, to add to their roster. Sam Quinn of CBS um, Sports pointed this out the other day on Twitter, talking about the Bucks don't own uh, you know, the rights to any of their future first-round picks in 2024 through 2030, essentially, whatever. Um, but Sam Quinn points out they won't have access to buyout players midseason either due to the new CBA. The team they have on opening night is more or less going to be the team that they'll bring into the playoffs. That is a big story that I have not seen anybody really talk about. And that's something where when you're a championship caliber team, you feast on cheap players in the buyout market for that playoff run, like Jay Crowder, right? Some of those guys uh, that are out there that are let go because they're not a bad team. They don't want to be there. They want a chance to go to the playoffs with another team. Okay, so we buy you out. You go out there, and then you get to go pick uh, what team you want to go play for. And in this situation here, according to him, again, I'm not a CBA wizard. According to Sam Quinn, they're not going to have access to do that because of the new CBA, which is probably not a good thing for the Bucks, especially if they suffer any injuries. Yeah, but I mean, I think in general, it was going to be, you're not going to get a buyout guy probably that is really helpful in the playoffs. I mean, the, the last two years have been, okay, they traded for Jay Crowder at the deadline. Um, which they can still make trades. They sure. traded. They traded for PJ Tucker at the deadline in 2021. You know these aren't. They're not, it's not like they. It's not like these guys are just scrapped that they're picking up. And the buyout has been really helpful to them. The buyout is usually just okay. It's an end of bench depth depth piece. You but Marzion, if you want a defender, a wing defender that doesn't score and you don't care but about you're not his getting, scoring, you're not you're getting probably going to have that out there. I don't think you will. Not anyone that you can rely on. Like I'm talking. I'm talking about someone that is. Not just not just like okay, they can maybe be thrown in there every now and then. Like I want a reliable player. I want a actual rotation NBA player. Um, I don't. I think that no matter what, that's going to have to happen through a trade. And why I'm you know that's why I'm still saying I want to trade Bobby. I want to trade the any of the any of the assets we can that still have value that aren't giving us much value in the playoffs. I think you've got to trade to get more playoff value. So that's why I'm still on the Bobby Portis trading him trade, but or train. But as far as yeah, I mean, with overall overall rosters, yeah, the Celtics could they have the picks to make trades, but they also will have to salary match. So again, if you're getting any type of good player, you got to right. give up good play. You got you got to give up some type of players. And right now, I mean, they're 
extremely thin. Like if you don't think the Bucks have good depth, the Celtics' depth is even worse than ours. I mean, they have so they have Holiday, White, Tatum, Brown, Porzingis, Horford as their top six, and it immediately just falls off a cliff. Um, your next guys are Peyton Pritchard, Sam Hauser, Luke Cornett, and then a bunch of just no name guys after that. So it's it's they really just have six and. As far as their big guys, I mean, you've got Porzingis, who's constantly injured and has been for a while now, so he's not a lock at all to stay healthy. And you have 37-year-old Al Horford, who started to decline last year, and I'm guessing won't be the same exact player that he has been um, the past couple years. So I I definitely think that that's a big problem for them is that big man depth, and they already had it with, you know, they already had it before they traded Robert Williams, now they have it even more. And even... I also think that their shooting is a little bit that that's what they relied on so much is is three point shooting from all their role players and they always just kind of shot the lights out. They were number one in, you know, three pointers made. But it's like, okay, you, you now lost Smart, you lost Brogdon, and um, you know, Hor- Horford started to decline a lot in that last season. So I don't know if he's gonna be the exact same. And I don't know. I, I think that that's a little bit of a concern with them now is Tatum and Brown aren't the best three-point shooters. I know it sometimes seems like they are, but they're really not when you look at their numbers. But um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if they can have the same three-point success because the, the two things that they always had, actually the the three main things that they always had for a playoff series against the Bucks would be they had decent defenders on Giannis, which they now lost two of those guys in Grant Williams, actually three of them, in Grant Williams' Marcus Smart and Robert Williams. Robert Williams didn't defend him a ton, but he's still a body to throw at him. They had excellent three-point shooting, which again, they've lost a little bit of that now. And they had amazing depth. They just had so many guys you could put out there. And they kind of like took a step back in all of that. And yeah, their starting lineup is probably a little bit better, but I don't know. I'm. It's definitely different. And I'm not at all sold that they're like better than the Bucks right now. So yeah, I... I I don't know. Outside of that top six, it definitely gets very murky very fast.